You're listening to the Erasing Shame Podcast, Season Two. We are erasing shame by replacing it with honest talk about healthy living, emotionally, relationally, mentally, and personally. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to another episode of Erasing Shame. My name is DJ Chuang, and I'm here with my co-host Mei Li Chang. And what is your, do you have a new last name now? Now that、I、you're、do. married, I do. It's Tao, Mei Li Tao. Mei Li Tao. Well,、yeah. welcome again. And、uh, this is a mixed emotion episode because this will be our last episode together in season two. And I'm so very grateful for you joining me on this、uh, journey of conversations about shame. So I want to say that up front as we、uh, wrap up this episode with a very timely message. Uh, related to holidays and and over fifty percent of our population. So、uh, introduce the topic and we'll get into it. Yeah. So、um, I thought that'd be really good to talk about、uh, shame and singleness and the holidays,、uh, just because、um, I know how that I know how that is. <laughs> I've been single for a really long time, and、um, I love single people. I have a heart for. Um, my friends who are single, and so、um, yeah, so that'll be a, a good topic to talk about because you know it's definitely a struggle. Yeah, and even for me, married twenty three years now, we,、um, my wife and I, both are sensitive to the life stage of being single and want to be very、um, inclusive of them and not put the traditional culture's、uh, pressure. On single people to get married,、right. and we have way too much of that. It's not healthy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And holidays can holidays can be hard sometimes、um, if you're single, because、um, I think it's just a season to kind of <laughs> remind you that you're extra single, right? So you already know that you're single, but、uh, because of all the、uh, activities, everything's kind of based on. Uh, relationships and families. There's definitely all sorts of relationships, but、um, I think culturally,、uh, marriage is kind of glorified and celebrated in almost every season, but especially during the holidays. And so I think that can get really hard for、uh, singles. And then sometimes, you know, that comes along with feeling ashamed.、Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with with your sing- singleness and your relationship status. Yeah, and on top of that, this this shame、um, in a traditional culture like Asian cultures,、um, it almost comes from those who are family and married, and shaming the single person, or for the married couple that doesn't have kids yet, there's a shaming of the ones that don't have kids yet, and so、right. certainly there's a value for marriage. Marriage is a good thing. Having children is a Great thing, especially Christmas when they get to open their gifts and all the、uh, joy of that.、Right. But singleness is also a stage of life that should be、um, better received and not shamed.、Right. So, what would you suggest、um, that the families and、uh, married people can do? Yeah, you know,、um, I think so. Maybe I'll tell a little bit about myself first. At times when、um, you know I might have you know struggled with you know being single,、um, 
So especially if you're not close to family and if you're, you know, living in a different part of the country, um, it's hard to sometimes even go to church because you're sitting by yourself. Um, you know, your uh, people are doing things that are um, that that couples are doing that they're excluding you. And then sometimes there have been times where uh, friends um, unintentionally um, would ask you to babysit <laughs> while they go do a couple things, which, which is fine. Like for me, I love people's kids. I, I love to babysit them. But I think when it comes to where um, a bunch of my friends are doing things together and then they ask me to not be a part of it to babysit, that's when it hurts. Mm-hmm. So um, I think um, being inclusive uh, and in creating an environment where it's not so much, oh, you know, uh, based on um, uh, uh, relationship status, but um, to uh, include um, everybody um, and also to uh, know how to ask. You know, I think I think asking would be helpful um, just to say, hey, um, how can I be there for you? Or how is it? How how do you deal with the holidays or how is it for you? Um, just so they can process um that with you and then feeling heard itself is very helpful yeah that's good those are uh, really good uh, guidelines and tips for those who are married and those who have family that uh, the holidays don't have to be an exclusively just your nuclear family kind of event it can be be a bigger um, extended family event with friends and family Mm-hmm. Um, singles in every stage of life and not not only people you're necessarily related to and that actually makes it more festive might be a little more work but just call it potluck right yeah for sure can you think of a, a Christmas party where you were included that went well yeah um you know definitely with friends of course um, allowing myself to be available uh, for friends um, to do Christmas gift exchanges, um, you know, so those are definitely a, um, a go-to. Um, and then I think sometimes it's just, you want to be with family. You want to be with your friends who are married too. Um, and so I think it's those times when you're reminded uh, the most that you're alone. Um, and that that's where, you know, maybe sometimes you might feel shame and, um, and I, I think it doesn't help when people bring it up, too. It doesn't help, um, you know, where people bring it up in a way where they might pity you. Um, they might give too much suggestions. Um, and it's almost like people view you through your singleness and not just through you as an individual. It's almost like you're defined by your your, your relationship status. I mean, None of us should be, right? Whether we're single or married, we should never be defined by our relationship status. But sometimes I think being a single person, um, especially like I think in, in my, my contacts um, uh, growing up, um, it's definitely magnified and, um, and, you know, everybody says all sorts of things. And, you know, I think what's good to remember is that the single person knows very well that they're single (laughs) and they 
are the ones struggling with it. So they don't need um, extra reminders of, you know, why they're single or, um, you know, asking too much questions of, you know, why are you still single? Don't you want to date someone? Don't you want to love someone? You know, and so instead of asking those questions, maybe just ask, how's life lately? What are you doing? You know, um, what are your plans? And then affirm them on their, you know, accomplishments and who they are as a person um, and not focus so much on um, the singleness piece. That's not to say that you can never ask. It's okay, of course, but um, uh, maybe but allow the single go. person to initiate. Right. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. And okay, there's one other thing that comes up when there's uh, mixed environment, mixed fam, mixed uh, relationship status environments. <laughs> um, what about introducing to other singles that are potential mates? How can that be better presented instead of? Um, uh, I guess we we many of us have experience where we're introduced on a blind day or an awkward way, but how can that be less awkward in a um, holiday season gathering? <laughs> yeah, I think what you said earlier um, is the answer, meaning ask the single person first. Uh, you can bring it up. It's okay. You know, um, I think, I think what's helpful if, if, um, you have a relationship with that person already, um, mm -hmm. then do ask if, if it's something that they're interested in. And if they aren't, let it go. If they are, then, you know, you know, pursue that with them. Um, but yeah, having a relationship with them is good because I think sometimes just having random, you know, uh, distant friends, acquaintances, um, uncles and aunties, come and say, I have this person, this, you know, so-and-so is this way. And um, you just feel uncomfortable because then you come back into your corner of, I am so single. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, people are constantly trying to help me because here's the, here's the thing too. There's seasons, there's seasons in my singleness where I'm not interested in it. You know, um, I'm content where people aren't content for me. And, it gets a little frustrating because it's, it's like, well, I'm content and I don't have a problem with it. Why do you have a problem with it? You know, so I think sometimes that um, can be a little frustrating. Yeah, yeah very much so. Um, frustrating and painful. Um, well, I'm, I'm thinking, well, there's one more thought I have, but before I get there, uh -huh. the, um, Maybe a good way to do it, and we've tried on a few occasions where we have a gathering of uh, many single people. So let's say invite six of them uh, along with a couple other. So this would be a large gathering, about 12 or 15. So let's get six singles together, um, three men, three women, and a couple other couples, and um, just celebrate the holidays and get to know each other and there's no specific agenda to match make or we've got these people in mind and they might get along, allow them to discover that themselves. Right. I think that's empowering. And yeah. that gives them a context to um, expand their relationships because it's hard to find other single people that might have the same interest or have uh, trusted relationships. What do you think of that? Yeah. That, I mean, that's a great idea to just do a co-ed party um invite all your friends 
Um, and maybe on the inside, you might have an intention, <laughs> but just let it be and, you know, let them figure it out for themselves. That's definitely um, really good, uh, especially, you know, I think um, in a way it's empowering for them because it's like, oh, I, I, you know, I initiated this myself. I wanted mm -hmm. this myself and it, yeah. that works better sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have them own their decision. I mean, that's a very healthy thing to do um, in every aspect of life that people yeah. want to feel like they own. Well, <laughs> they should want to feel they, they own the decision. And, right. and sometimes there are consequences, but at right. least it's their own. <laughs> at least it's their own. Yeah. And uh, well, one last thought. There are some Asian cultures where arranged marriages are norm yeah. because uh, that in that context, marriage is more about the extended family rather than the couple themselves. But in a Western world, um, we, um, we're in a context where individual choice and romance is much more important. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure how to handle that one because that's not the norm in Chinese culture. I don't know if you can speak to that a little bit and then share your last thought as we wrap up. Sure. Um, um, I think... Um, I guess in my cultural context, I mean, there's that still happens, um, but it's uh, not it's not the norm. Uh, and I think when I say norm, it would I would have to say my norm. I need to say that, <laughs> um, especially with you know my friends and family and relatives. It's it, uh, a parent would not do that because they know how stubborn their kids are, and it will not <laughs> it will not work. Um, and so I can't fully really, uh, speak to that as well, but um, regardless, it, it's frustrating, <laughs> yeah. you know, if that was to happen, uh, even I think on a, uh, a, a whole new ballgame of uh, frustration um, for, for single people. And so don't do that. <laughs> Parent. <laughs> them... Well, I think I just wanted to say that to acknowledge that that is right. also in the mix, right? Yeah. Right, that's definitely um, in the mix. Okay, Maylee, you get the last word and then we'll, we'll be done with season two. Uh, so appreciate you being with us. Sure, yeah. Well, um, I, I just want to say um, it's been so much fun, DJ, um, to uh, do this with you, to, um, you know, process this with you. Um, and then at the same time, uh, sharing you know, just um, our experiences and, you know, drawing from um, our personal and professional backgrounds, um, you know, so it's, it's just, it, it's been fun and, and it's been a privilege for me. And um, I just want to say thank you for um, including me in this conversation. Um, yeah, with you along, along this journey. Well, yeah. it's been a great joy for me as well, uh, getting to know you through uh, video chats and phone calls. And I hope to meet you in person one day and congratulations on your new season of life as a uh, spouse and a wife and uh, married couple now and uh, God's richest blessing on you. Yes. So yes, thank you. you. <laughs> and uh, for our viewers and listeners, thank you for watching and listening and coming along with us on season two of Erasing Shame. We'd love to hear from you, whether uh, personally or Confidentially, you can do all of that at UrasingShame.com as well as our Facebook page and YouTube and uh, subscribe 
to our podcast at um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, um, what else? Android, whatever, <laughs> anywhere. So we've uh, pushed it out as far as we can. So uh, you have a great holiday and um, you uh, stay healthy and uh, have honest conversations and take good care of yourself. Um, we wish you all from Erasing Shame. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Erasing Shame. Please subscribe on iTunes or YouTube and like us on Facebook. Share this podcast with someone you care about. For all of our episodes and more, visit our website at erasingshame.com.